declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. So as someone who does organizing professionally, there are lots of different tricks to organizing different things in different spaces. I'm using this episode to share the number one key to organizing anything in your home. This should be a pretty short episode that you can have a quick listen to and walk away feeling more empowered to organize your home better. How most people organize is not true organization. Are you familiar with taking a cluttered space and kind of just neatening the mess? Maybe even using some boxes or other organizing supplies. If you organize like this, it's likely to revert back to the unorganized mess in no time. You want to organize in a way that looks good and is functional and easy to maintain. The number one key to organization is intentionality. So how do you organize with intentionality? Firstly, be intentional with what you keep. Every one of your belongings should actually belong. If you're keeping an item with no real intention that doesn't truly serve you, then that item is somewhat hindering you. One little item might not seem like much of a hindrance, but when you have hundreds or thousands of items that fall into that category, then your stuff is hindering you. Let me share an example of how not being intentional with what you keep can get in the way of effectively organizing. If you're keeping a bunch of old linens that you don't use, that can make your linen cupboard easily turn into an overcrowded mess that makes you kind of go like, uh, every time you open it and quickly grab what you want and shut the door as quick as you can. (laughs) If you are really intentional with what you keep, then you can easily manage a neat and tidy system in there. The same logic goes with any other category, makeup, bathroom stuff, garage stuff, anything. The process of removing the excess stuff is best to do category by category. Narrow down what you want to keep in a particular category until it's completely intentional. Everything that doesn't serve you is better off not owned by you. Either sell it, give it away, or find the most sustainable way of discarding it. Once you are only keeping what truly belongs, be intentional with where you keep it. Things are usually best kept where they get used. That just makes sense. You'll want to keep categories together. The general categories will be pretty obvious to you, but a lot of people struggle to categorize things further. This is why the junk drawer is so common, or the junk cupboard or room in some houses. 
When I'm helping others organize and we're sorting through items, a lot of people will gather several categories into one pile and call it the random pile. Then when I take a look at it, it actually all has a category. I experienced this recently with my mum when I was helping her sort an area of her home. I noticed that she was putting a whole bunch of stuff into one pile that didn't really look like it matched and I asked her what the pile was and she said it was the random pile. So I took a look at the random pile and identified several categories. There was stationery, coins, phone accessories and bathroom stuff that could be subcategorized into hair, skin and nails. If you come across what feels like random items, think about where they would be found in a department store. Like if you were in Kmart, what part of the store would you find it? And what aisle would it be? What other items would be next to it? I find that exercise to be really helpful. While you're thinking about where to keep things and you've considered where you'll use it and grouped categories together, you can also consider the aesthetic, what it looks like. You might use all of your stationery on your desk, but that won't look great if it sits all on your desk. It will look better in some sort of storage. And finally, be intentional with how you keep it. As I said before about where you keep things, organizing things to be contained is really good for aesthetics, but it's also good for multiple other reasons. If you use trays, boxes, drawers, or anything else along those lines, you're creating a physical boundary to keep things organized. You are being intentional with what goes into that containment and it's easy to retrieve items and put them back, as well as setting a stuff limit for yourself with how much of that category you can own. You can organize things in a way that's practical. It's all about ease of retrieval and if you can sustain the habit of keeping things where you organize them. Don't forget making your organization joyful though. Yes, things being neat and practical and only the things you love being there is joyful in itself, but you can go that little bit further and make the way your stuff is stored bring that extra bit of joy to you that will deepen a positive relationship with your stuff. Just things like folding your clothes into neat little packages and storing them vertically like files can make dealing with your clothes a joyful experience. You're folding your clothes anyway. Why not learn folding techniques that will give you a much prettier result? It might take an extra second or two each item, but in my opinion, it's well worth it. Pretty much every Friday, I share folding technique videos on Instagram. I have full folding tutorial libraries inside my decluttering course too. Other ways to increase the joy factor is prioritizing the most loved items to be most visible. That could literally be almost on display or in the front of sections, like putting your favorite dress at the front of your wardrobe. Little things like that will just make your experience in your home that extra bit joyful when you're commonly coming into contact with the things that you love most. Now, I wanna share a bit of a note on Pinterest perfect storage. If you're saving lots of photos that you see online of incredibly beautifully organized spaces, here's what I want you to know. Firstly, those homes mostly aren't real and are staged for the photo shoot. Secondly, they're often recently renovated and use really costly baskets and other organizing gear. 
and the actual items are curated to look good in the cupboard rather than be the stuff that people actually own. Like in a Pinterest photo of a linen cupboard, there is usually like only white sheets in the cupboard and very few people only own white sheets for all their beds. If you've ever watched uh, Get Organized by the Home Edit on Netflix, you'll see how great the spaces look after they're organized. But if you break down the cost of all the supplies they use, sometimes it's literally thousands for the one room. And lastly, you should focus on creating spaces in your home that function and feel good to you. Of course, if spending a crap load on beautiful aesthetics feels good for you, go for it. My own linen cupboard is easy to stay organized and looks good to me. And I use one pretty secondhand basket for my sheets and the rest of the items are loose on the shelf because it's more practical for me to just grab due to short shelves. I also live in a 1970s rental and the cupboard is ugly as fuck. But I don't mind because my nicely folded items bring me joy when I open the cupboard. Okay, moving on. When there is an intentional home for everything you own, Tidying becomes a process of simply returning items to their home. You won't need a declutter as you tidy or think about how to make things tidy. You'll literally walk around your house returning things to their home. And when everything is where it belongs, that's what I call equilibrium. After you have decluttered every category in your home, you can return to equilibrium really easily. It might be at the end of each day, every few days, once a week, or whatever works for you. Once you're at equilibrium, cleaning is so much easier because it's just cleaning, not tidying as you clean. Yes, life happens and your stuff will get messy as you live in your house. But if you're intentional with what you keep, where you keep, and how you keep it, you can feel so much better in your home. I hope you feel more empowered for the next time that you are organizing things in your home. Thanks for lending me your ears for this short podcast episode. I'll be back next week and I'm pretty sure that episode will be about implementing more sustainable habits at home. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely follow this podcast on the app you listen to podcasts on. Bye friends. Thanks so much for listening to the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast today. I just wanted to let you know that I've been working on something pretty exciting. It's a minimalism mini course, perfect for anyone wanting to live more simply and sustainably and further align their actions with their values. It helps you get clear on what your personal values actually are, how minimalism can help you align with them better. We get into a bit of decluttering and you'll make a shift in your awareness of the sustainability of everything that comes into your house and leaves your house. It only takes about two hours to go through the program and can be completed in the spare time over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. If you buy access to the mini course, I'll be making a donation to Eden Reforestation Projects to plant 11 trees. The best part of the program is that it only costs $11.11. If you want to get access now, you can head to my website, sortitoutsustainably.com and click mini course from the menu bar. I really appreciate you lending me your ears for the whole podcast episode today. I hope you take everything you believe will serve you from my episodes and use it to make your life simpler, more sustainable and more joyful. 